pieces of a whole with different feelings to evoke. Giving distinction to the role, different players, different strokes. But let me Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF. Wow. With the, with the Weekend Gardener. Wow, wow, I almost wow. hurt myself there. I, I don't know what... Uh, at any rate, we are here. I'm Mike Rayleigh. Rufus Edmonston is there. And Pam Beck is on the telephone. Morning, uh, Pam. Good morning, y'all. How are you, as they say? Oh, well, I'm getting over a cold that my grandbaby gave me uh, yeah. as a Thanksgiving gift. So. Melissa has one, too. <laughs> I I thought, think. <laughs> yeah, I thought I would save you all, uh, you know, a little RSV. Uh, uh, <laughs> I understand. I'm staying home today. But I miss seeing your smiling faces. Yeah, well, we, we smile sometimes. Well, the talented <laughs> Pam Beck always brings a smile to somebody's yeah. face. Well, darling, thank you, Rufus. By the way, I, I need to ask you a question right off the bat. Uh, I've often at times thought about having an expert like you come to my place and, and sort of take an inventory because, you know, as much as I might want to, I'm not going to live forever, and uh, the home has been dated to Preservation, North Carolina, and just take an inventory of the of the foundational plants, the the four mm-hmm. huge pecans, the crepe myrtles, this and that. How 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 when you do that do you go about it? Because I'm I'm not capable. I would I would find someone who is a very very good with taxonomy. Someone, who, uh, for example, maybe one of the people who help map at the J.C. Ralston Arboretum or at Duke or at uh, the North Carolina Botanical Garden who could come through and not only be able to tell you, yes, that's, uh, you know, uh, and give you the Latin binomial name, but that, that would also be able to tell you, for instance, that is specifically a such-and-such cultivar or hybrid or uh, whether it's a native or non-native, and to do that kind of plotting, it takes somebody with some mapping experience. Now, there are people who do that for the Ralston Arboretum, and I know that you are a big supporter of the J.C. Ralston. Oh, yes. Thank you for that, Rufus. You know, And I think if you called Mark or um, somebody there <coughs> in the office, Tim, and asked if they had someone who would be willing to come out and do that for you, of course, for for a fee. Sure. Um, but that they would be able to do that mapping for you. Well, do, do they take um, photos too, Pam? Uh, um, is that part of it? I know they probably <clears throat> they probably would, but the bigger part of the mapping would be that they would do a survey, and they would plot where each plant is, and um, that way, if uh, you know somebody later came across it with GPS and they could say this tree that was here that is no longer here was an XYZ. That helps a lot. You know, occasionally they have to replace uh, trees in historic properties like Monticello, uh, you know, Thomas Jefferson's home place. 
Mm-hmm. They have records of when those trees were planted and what they were, thanks to his surveying skills and um, record keeping. And um, somebody should be able to do all of that for you. Well, that that answers my question. Yeah, I've been wondering about that for years and years because uh, it's got a lot of. I think they they call them <clears throat> full grown foundation plants, hundred hundred year old trees. Uh-huh. <clears throat> what well, you've was, seen that was a that was a great idea, uh, Pam. I, yeah, somebody from the the arboretum. Uh, it, I guess they'd use a GPS and, and all kinds of stuff. Students who are um, in a in a master's or graduate program who yeah. might you know take take some of that on and. Um, you know, poor starving students, they could always. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want any students to starve, so no. Rufus, get on it. I'll feed them some can, uh, some yeah. Viner uh, sausages and potted meat. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Listen, they've been there, done that, ramen noodles, you know, and the popcorn popper, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, I was noticing we still have some, some pretty fall color around uh, this oh, area. Yeah. Especially some of the yeah, Japanese maples. Posted, yeah, I just posted a um, the shishigashira or the lion's head Japanese maple in my front yard. Um, I just posted on Facebook this morning, and I'd be happy to share it with PTF if you want it on yours. Absolutely. Um, but it is just now coming into color, which is a little late for for me and my landscape. I was looking back at photos a year ago. And um, some of the the more red orange color uh, larger leaf, not the dissectum, but the larger leaf ones, are really uh, coloring up late. And are you finding that with your garden too, Mike? Well, I, I have several. Uh, I don't have as many. I have several Japanese maples. Many of them are yellow leaf varieties when mm. the the yellow fall yeah. color, and they have already. Uh, they aren't spent, but they are, are getting towards that. They have uh, almost reached, I mean, they're well past their peak. But uh, I've seen around the neighborhood <clears throat> walking some of the, the redder ones, and gosh, they're just spectacular. Really late. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. Yeah, I guess it's yeah. just the, the microclimates. Well, beautiful. Just the microclimates, Possibly. I suppose. Possibly, yeah. We had drought. I know that that has affected a lot, and um, the the cooler temperatures. We've had some brutal cold, but nothing, nothing, you know, um, to to really cause a, a. Well, we've had some freeze, but not not that much. And what is the long term forecast? I haven't seen it. I don't know. The, the meteorologists on the TV stations <laughs> make a big deal of their winter forecast, but. You know, it's hard enough to forecast the day before, uh, even with all the technologies we have, because Mother Nature just doesn't cooperate sometimes. So they have a, a heck of a thing, but it's uh, it's showbiz after all. All of this is is showbiz. So. Oh, don't tell Mike Mays that. Well, I, I know he, I know they're serious. I mean, they're, they're some of the most educated people on earth. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it it is still showbiz. They have consultants. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's entertainment, I, too. Well, it's funny, Pam. It's y'all were talking about the uh, maples. I brought a picture in to show you to get you to identify which one's cut leaf. And it's a uh, not burgundy red, but it's a miniature. I'll show Mike here. Ooh. 
Yeah, that's beautiful. That's and beautiful. It's about so five it's by five. And it's a- they, some of them are almost uh, a, a dark pink, <laughs> the leaves. Mm-hmm. There's so many different shades uh, depending on the variety. That's uh, it's and, always fascinating. Day to day, you know, mm-hmm. change by by tomorrow. The colors will be completely different. I yeah. know the sun. Oh, do you remember where you got it, Rufus? Well, uh, yes, it it came from <laughs> when my mother mother in law and father in law lived over in Shadowwood or somewhere like that. I I dug it up about a foot tall. Oh, Did they know that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's certainly better there relations there. They're, yeah, they're gardeners who travel with shovels. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's good. Have a little army yeah. shovel in your in your trunk, Rufus. Well, yeah, it, it well it, it, <clears throat> when, when I was with Senator Irvin, uh, believe it or not, we would travel all over the state, and we would spend time with uh, a lot of times at someone's home, and I would see something. I had a pair of clippers that I would sneak in the back of his trunk of oh. his old rambling 19-something uh, Chrysler. We called it the Ship of Fools, the way it <laughs> bounced back and forth. <laughs> and I would get a cutting, and I've got things today out there that I've cut from getting around oh. hauling. A, <clears throat> I, I would uh, carry a, a <clears throat> some paper towel I could wet, clippers, mm-hmm. get a little cutting, mm-hmm. try to come back. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't have as much of a place to do anything because when you live in, in an apartment and have one of those uh, little yeah. outdoor things, it's not much at it, but I've got a, a few yeah. a few kinds of uh, heirlooms like that. So what would you do, stop at, at random houses and say this is government business? Well, they... <laughs> 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 We need to take a sample, sir. Yeah, that's right. This looks suspicious. Well, well, yeah, well, just remind me, Rufus, if you come out here, I'm going to frisk you before you walk through my Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, watch him like a hawk. Well, I walked through the uh, – <laughs> uh, we went to our annual media, uh, trip to Pinehurst and went, of course, to the Sand Hills Community College Garden – and it's uh, just it's a most – It's so pretty. If, if you haven't visited that one, it is just a – They're well-trained folks there. Just just beautiful. Got every kind of – now, you talk about a, it is. A, mini, a mini climate in the different thing. They they had a whole section on uh, maples that was just uh, – things that the, they haven't turned down. They haven't lost their leaves down there in that area either. And it was just fabulous. And then uh, camellias all over the place, just blooming like crazy. But th- it's funny this and year. It's a twenty-seven acre garden. Yeah, twenty-seven acres. It's huge. Mm-hmm. And it's it's this year. I've noticed that my yuletide, which I would normally have some of them left now, bloomed uh, mm-hmm. probably a month earlier, and there's har- hardly a bloom on the on the on the bush now. Of the Yuletide. Yeah, isn't that funny? Mine started in September. I agree. It was it was early for the Yuletides. But, um, yeah, the Sand Hills Community College, Dee Johnson did a great job down there uh, leading that for a long time. And it's, it is really a must-see. If you're down there um, in that neck of the woods, it's about 14 miles from Statesville. 
um, you go like you're going to 64 to Ashboro, and um, you follow the signs or, or you know Google it. But the um, Sandy Hills Community College that's all maintained by students and staff. It's really a beautiful garden. New Hanover County has uh, has an arboretum too. Uh, extensions yes. they're at the, uh, the extension the one service in Wilmington, and that is yeah. a delightful one and what i was so impressed with what they did down there is they've got a garden that is specifically designed for people with disabilities and so it shows you what <laughs> you can do to help people who are either in wheelchairs um be productive in gardening uh gardening for the senses for the visually impaired and uh, gardening with children. And um, I really like that aspect. The master gardeners are the ones responsible for that garden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's right there on Oleander. If you're uh, in the it's Wilmington area. Yeah. 919-860-9783. More of the WPTF Weekend Gardener coming up. It's 821. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. It's 824. Mike Rayley here along with Rufus Edmondson and Pam Beck. And Phil Campbell is joining us. Hey, Phil. Hey, good morning. How are you? I was going to ask well, you to um, to be on the show, but I was afraid, afraid you uh, were finally resting a little bit. Oh, no. I didn't no, want to prevent no. that. If, if, I were, if I were resting, I would be lying down in between the Christmas trees out here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, a, that's one reason I wanted you to uh, to call us, is uh, all of those Christmas trees you have. Yes, we have the best Christmas trees that we've ever had, um, thanks to Shane and his friends in West Jefferson and Ash County. Uh, they are absolutely I feel very encouraged again because last year was such a a bad year for us, or not a bad year because we had a lot of good customers come in. But I felt like I let my customers down, and this year they're just they're just gorgeous. I I don't see a bad tree out here at all, and uh, that's what I want to that's what I want to see when I walk out. Yeah. So these yeah. are uh, these are pretty fresh cut ones, aren't they? Yes. Yes. The uh, trees were cut last Sunday and Monday, and um, we took delivery on um, Wednesday morning, and they went in, well, no, Tuesday morning, I'm sorry, and they went in water, um, and we have over 100 of them in water already, and others are sitting on the ground and got wet with the nice rain we had, about an inch and a half, so yeah. good. It's good sure. for everything. So when you say underwater for Phil, it doesn't mean a bad thing. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Did you get them from Ash County, Phil? Yes, West Jefferson they area. They did. They no cheese curds. Decorated. Oh, I, I said they should have picked up some, <laughs> some cheese curds for me. I know. I know. Really? I'll tell you what. I'll, um, uh, Shane's going up there tomorrow to get some fresh tips for Reed. And uh, I'll get him to pick you up some cheese curds. How about that? Fresh oh, hallelujah. That'd be great. Yeah. Yep, what so, service? Are there really that, cheese yeah. curds in West Jefferson, or are they only at the State Farmer's Market? Well, well that's, that's where they come from at the State Farmer's Market, <laughs> from West yeah. Jefferson. 
speaking of the State Farmers Market, uh, Monica and I were trying to work something out so we could be out there um, with poinsettias because she's had a difficult time finding someone. So <laughs> if you go to the State Farmers Market and you're around um, booth 26 where the apples and produce are, you will find tucked in there my black uh, Tahoe. And it will have poinsettias in the back, and then we'll have a rack out back, and we have poinsettias there as well. How about that? So Dan, the poinsettia man, is is taking them over and um, doing the poinsettias for us. And for Monica, she, like I said, she and I, we tried to get a little greenhouse over there going, and it just the people couldn't get it ready in time. Right. So we're uh, oh, this works fine. Trying. What's that? This will work fine. Oh, it's great. The, um, yeah, people were so excited to find them over there yesterday because it's kind of like the candy on the aisle in the grocery store when you're, you know, paying, checking out. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And so it's kind of like, oh my goodness, poinsettias! Whoa. So uh, we'll be back over there probably around ten. We have to go as weather permits. You got any other uh, fascinating things going on out there or growing out there? Well, right now we have free cider, of course, and free hot chocolate. The kids really got into the hot chocolate yesterday. We have the marshmallows in little Ziploc snack bags, so nobody has to touch them. And they they had a really good time with those. But then we have, um, yes, we have uh, the um, Christmas cactus and cyclamen. The um, cyclamen are just beautiful this year, and the cactus are as well. And we have the new cactus, uh, the one that's... I can't remember the name of it for sure, but it, it's the one that's kind of a like uh, yellowy color with a pink throat. It's really pretty. So Pam, uh, hey Pam, uh, Pam Beck's on here, Phil. Yeah. Hey Pam, how are you? Hey Phil, I'm I'm home with a cold, but I'm delighted to be on the show with you. I would love to get my hands on one of those cactus with the... Oh, well, I'm going to go get it for you right now while we're talking then, because there won't, there well, may not be one left after today, mind, but I can get I some will. more, I hope. So uh, why don't y'all hold on, and uh, we'll be back okay. after the news and, and find out more about Christmas cactus and why it's so hard to grow cyclamen sometimes. <laughs> For some people, not for for Linda Edmondson. No, but, uh, no, Linda Edmondson gets hers from Phil. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, uh, we'll be back on the WPTF Weekend Gardener on WPTF. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF of the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here along with Brother Rufus and Pam Beck is with us. Phil Campbell is with us for a while. Uh, and uh, so, uh, Phil, uh, cyclamen. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, isn't it hard to grow sometimes? No, not really. It's kind of like most plants. If you water it too much, it's going to die. What is too much? Yes. That, yes. That's always a um, question. More than once a week. Yes. Yes, it does not take. And cyclamen is like a pansy. It'll show you really quickly when it wants to be watered. It'll just, the the, the leaves and the, the flowers will just 
kind of lay over, and then you just put, and then you haven't killed it. It's great. It loves it like that, and then you water it again, and it comes back up, and it's really strong, and it does well. So you wait for it to weep a little bit? Just a little bit. Yep. Uh, what's a little bit? <laughs> what is that? What's, well, not, what's not a little like, bit? Not like a Daphne, because if it weeps a little bit, your Daphne's gone. <laughs> and by the way, Phil, I lost one five by five. You and Pam, there was a funeral last week. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh. oh, Lord. And by the well, way, what Linda does, Phil. Did you, Rufus? Did you check the roots? I haven't even. Did you dig it? There was no, there was no I uh, autopsy. Pulled, I haven't pulled it up yet. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I just okay. went by and okay. said goodbye, love. <sighs> I, well, I look, would check the roots because I – I've got a feeling you had bowl damage or something because if it was that big and it's persisted all these years, it should have hung in there. Yeah, I had one that did that though. I sure did about ten years ago. Yep, oh, I, I've had them too, right. Pam. That were in perfect condition, and it was still the root. Yep. I the top of the root rod. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. By the way, Phil, uh, what Pam? what uh, Linda does with the cyclamen you give her each year is she when she waters it. She takes it out of the the lid on the bottom off and p- puts it in the sink and lets it drain there. Right. And right. And, and has a favorite right. place on the on the kitchen sink window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about the light? What about the light, That's, Phil? His kitchen, his uh, Rufus's kitchen sink window is actually facing north. Yeah. Um. So yes, I would say that it just as long as it gets some light from the outside that that's i mean it doesn't have to be direct sun so just uh close to a window and just not too wet mm-hmm. all right uh, but but pam i've got and your uh, i pulled your cactus got your cactus oh, wonderful pam. can i come get it monday you can i hate to expose you to this cold today <laughs> oh no that's not a problem at all you can come you can come get it anytime i'll have it for you Oh, wonderful. Monday would be wonderful. That'd be fabulous. Um, Let me ask uh, Rufus, though, uh, is that window fairly cool? Because the only thing with these these cyclamen, unlike the ones that bloom outdoors, these Mm -hmm. are nursery-grown, and they need to stay a little warmer. It it doesn't get terribly cold, no. No. Okay. Okay. Now, I do have outside that I've noticed... Every year, for the 40 years that I've lived there, is this little patch of cyclamen that comes up, yeah. and they just they just yeah. thrill me. They they're at least that old, and they they seem to be a little bit spreading as they. I love those. As they even right. get older, little those. pink, little pinks. Yep. Well, Phil, yeah, let me ask you this, Phil. Uh, garden. I, I'm sure it was mighty late, but did did you? get contacted by the Cheryl and the, the Capitol? <laughs> I did. Yeah. And if anybody, I, I think, I think, uh, Cheryl said December's, did she say the sixth? No, not the sixth. It's one day in December. I've got it in my calendar. <laughs> so, okay. I, I just, I tell you, that is so, if, if everybody out there goes to the Capitol during the holiday season and it's just a glow with, poinsettias that's because of the overwhelming generosity of none other than phil campbell well and and let me tell you this if anybody wants to visit 
when the day that happens, we will announce it next week because I know it's not this week coming up. Are you going to announce it on your website or, or on the show? We'll put it on the website. So it's okay. really it's really a neat time. The government yeah. comes out. The the people that grew the um, trees, the tree, um, are there. The um, the there's wreaths. Yeah, and used to talk about going and uh, the the one of the garden clubs going and decorating. Well, Maybe it was a Raleigh de- garden. She decorated club. my office one time. Yeah, when I was in the Capitol, mm-hmm. the Secretary of State. Right. They, they and I hope right. the governor will come out, Phil. Yeah. I think he probably will. Um, he usually does and accepts the gift, and it's just a really nice time because there's a lot of people there that are farmers and yeah, you know what farmers do. Yeah. They, they keep the rest happen. of us alive. We just we just keep keep going. Yeah. Yeah. And they preserve the yep. land while they're doing it. So. Yeah. It's a beautiful day out here. We've got one red. It's not a red. I don't know what kind of maple it is. It's one that came up in the yard out here at the front of the nursery. Well, a Japanese it maple. It's bright red. Yeah. We were just talking about that uh, early in the show about how pretty some of the Japanese maples still are. Some of them have, well, have just peaked. Well, this is an old-timey maple from the woods. It just came up. Oh, wow. Uh, Ooh, it's how about that? 50 feet tall. Well, I noticed this morning there were some brilliant colors with all the sunshine and everything. Right, so. right. Hmm. But, um, yeah, come on out. We, uh, we probably sold, I don't know, we sold over 60 trees yesterday, but we've got plenty. Wow. So, and, and they're great, and we had a really good time. Like I said, the kids had a great time yesterday. All of them came out, and they were doing their hot chocolate thing and playing in the marshmallows. Like I said, we got those in little snack bags. So uh, we've just got lots of lots of fun stuff going on and um, got the house plant, got the it's greenhouse over there. It- yeah, I was going to ask about the greenhouse. Now, you've got poinsettias, you've got cyclamen. Do you have anything else that might be decorative for the holidays, like clanchos and things like that? Yeah, we've got, uh, we don't have any clanchos right now. We do have amaryllis. And last year, the amaryllis Ooh. did not do as well, but this year, they're really doing well. Um, I think uh, what the ones right. we have in here, I'm walking back to it now, I think we have some apple blossoms. And Ooh, yeah. which is white with a little bit of a tinge of pinkish around the edge, and then um, mm-hmm. just on the tip of the bloom, and then we've got some dark red, and we also have the princetta poinsettia. We've got that in white oh, and gorgeous. pink. It's a little bit smaller bloom, but they're just gorgeous. And we've got the mouse ears, What's nice which is the one with the rounded bloom, oh. uh, rounded um, yeah. leaves or whatever you want to call them. <laughs> bracts, yeah, bracts. Yeah, yeah, the bracts. Yeah, the bracts yeah. are rounded on the on uh-huh. the end. Uh, we do have Norfolk Island oh, pines, and the ladies have fixed a, lo- a few of those oh. with some um, decorations, so you can have that for a living Christmas tree if you want. Or I know some people take some to their parents or their mom or dad in an assisted living, and that always makes it nice. Mm-hmm. So uh, tell us, tell us how to take care of poinsettias and the Norfolk Island pine. Okay, so again, you don't put a lot of water on them because you'll make them rot, make the roots rot. So what you do for the poinsettia, we typically, um, a lot of people like to have them wrapped. 
But the bad news about wrapping a poinsettia is you have to be really careful because it'll collect water in the bottom of the foil. So you need to uh, punch a hole in the in the bottom of the foil and maybe sit one of the, we have the little saucers, the clear saucers, and you can sit it in that, and that protects your furniture. Uh, but it also allows the you know, if you don't want to try to gauge how much water you're putting in it. Oh, no. You can do that, but if you want to be really careful and just put some ice cubes in about three times a week, a couple or three ice cubes, then that'll keep it wet enough in the house. But now the Norfolk Island pine, um, it needs to stay inside. Well, all of these need to stay inside now. Um, but um, it's um, same thing, just don't keep it too wet. Just medium, uh, medium moisture for all of these plants. Well, and do remember this. I kept one so long one time I couldn't get it in. I couldn't uh, I couldn't grow it anymore. I, yeah, I kept chopping it off, and it looked like bad, that. and it looked bad, and I finally gave it away to somebody that, <laughs> that needed to fill their office uh, as you come in with a huge 20-foot ceiling. Right, right. I know. Yep. But what um, – oh, I forgot to mention the winter rose, the winter rose poinsettia. Um, that one's pretty neat, mm-hmm. too. It's been out for a pretty good while, but we've got lots of different colors. Um, as you know, my brother grows, um, he, he does the trials up in King, and um, he, he brought lots of different colors and shapes this year. Uh, we have some that are really a pure white, um, about as clear as they get, and that, but they're, they have a real serrated edge, and they're pretty. Uh, the bracts are serrated. So it's just come on out. It's uh, it's fun, and uh, next week will be the fun. I mean, it's always fun, but next week's going to be free food, open house. WPTF's going to be here. Um, probably have a couple of special guests. Um, we'll Are you going to uh, serve guests. hard cider? Uh, we're not doing any hard cider. <laughs> Maybe behind the scenes. <laughs> we'll have to get Rufus or Shane to find somebody up there in West Jefferson. Gardeners going wild. <laughs> Who said I had to even go all the way to West Jefferson to do that? <laughs> oh, right. I know. You got They'll bring it to you. I have a basement down there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you can go, grow, start growing some uh, cheese curds out at your place, Rufus. Oh, make things let's easier. Just, let's just get them from Ash County. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So I'll uh, make sure Shane brings you some. A cheese curd tree is what we need to. There you go. From West Jefferson. Now, Carlton would not like that. He doesn't like cheese. The doorman does not like cheese. Golly. I know. They're just great snacks. Just great. And and how the, when I went down Phil and Pam to speak to the Rocky Mount Kiwanis Club, uh, (laughs) they gave me gifts and that Michael had done some intelligence work beforehand and probably told them what. Well, they had two bags of Ash County cheese curds oh, wow. in, in my gift bag plus a <laughs> plus uh the bluebird box that that i gave you phil yeah that, yeah we're gonna put it out here because we've got so many bluebirds yeah yeah i appreciate that because they need a home they we've got lots of them flying around pam do you have uh, lots of bluebirds in your garden Yes, we do, and um, I was just going to mention that, uh, you know, bluebird houses make a lovely Christmas gift. Yeah. Especially for people who have property with um, maybe some lawn, 
because the bluebirds like to have an open area that they can fly through, but then they need brush and cover to hide. But, you know, they, they get really cold in the winter in a bluebird house. They'll all go in and, and snuggle with each other. So I, I know. Think it's it's funny to watch to them do, do that. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah, you so know they're not building in. a nest. Yeah. And, of course, Mr. No, Finch no, left a, a legacy of building bluebird houses, yes. and that's still going on down in Nash County. Oh, yeah, that's where this one came from. Right. Yes. So, And they, they're the best as far as I'm concerned. So. All right, guys, yeah, I look they, forward they, to seeing y'all next wonderful. week. I, I can't wait for you to come out next week. It's going to be fun. Um, I want everybody to come out and enjoy the, the food and and fellowship time together here and uh, you don't have to buy anything like i've always said we don't expect you to buy anything but if you see something you want that's great but uh we just like to have the the fun and fellowship time out here no hard cider unless you see the man at the back door <laughs> that's right you have to get shane to take you around back <laughs> thank you phil all right y'all take care and have a wonderful day you too all right. bye bye see you monday bye Oh, so much going on out there in the in the village of Campbell, uh, Campbell Road Nursery, and uh, they it's going on every day. But uh, next week will be extra special. But go out today because she's you know, she told you how how many Christmas trees she has and how many she sold. So you better hurry up and get you one. Yeah, they they're uh, they were cut pretty. I mean, you know, Sunday and Monday, that's fresh. That's fresh cut. All right, 919-860-9783. You'll listen to 680, AM 680, FM 98.5, WPTF.com. Download the WPTF News and Traffic app to get the latest news, sports, and traffic and weather. On WPTF, it's 851. You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. 8.54 WPTF time on WPTF's Weekend Gardener. Hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Did you you have, you have a cold, but did you generally have a good Thanksgiving, Pam? Oh, yes. We cooked for days and days, and um, I had... Both my children and their spouses and their children here, so it was a loud, noisy um, food fest. <laughs> it really was a lot of fun. What about a food um, fight? Did you have any food fights? Well, no food fight. No, this is this is a very uh, agreeable crowd, and um, the little cousins enjoyed playing with each other. It was very sweet to see, and it always touches my heart because. Um, you know, I try to make the food that I remember my mother and father, you know, making and, and serving yeah, all of us. And, right. And to be able to have that food legacy of some of the same dishes, you know, passed down and, and have them, them all enjoy it. It really means a lot to me. So you cook for days and days? I mean, oh, was that honey, that because of the... Let me tell you, do you... I mean, did things really need to be cooked that long, or did, was this because of the well, number of items that you were no, it's cooking? Just, it's just the number of, of dishes that we made. Uh-huh. And, you know, when you make everything from scratch, 
it's a whole lot of chopping and a whole lot of, you know, preparing. So, um, yeah, we're lucky we've got a basement. We've got a second refrigerator down there. So we can go ahead and do casseroles like the day before and stick them down there and hold them until we heat them, you know, later. But, um, yeah, we did the big bird and the... And the um, we don't do stuffing. We do dressing. We're very southern. And I have to make my cornbread, of course, the day before. So you let it get a little stale overnight before you add all the goodies to it. You know, there's all these, these steps that are involved in making, you know, the right jello salad and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, but how about you guys? Who cooked at your house? Yeah, Melissa does a lot. Uh, uh, a lot of stuff. She and her sisters uh, do and. and- uh, you know, been getting together in in Pittsburgh for for decades, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of cooking that that goes on around our house too. Uh, it's it's amazing all the all of the different things that M- Melissa makes. Now at Christmas, she didn't do it at Thanksgiving, but at Christmas she usually makes a a coconut cake that really oh. is to to oh. die for. Uh, she's such a, a really great cook, and this one is—I mean, she she buys coconuts and cracks them open and uses the great. the milk, and you know it, everything's homemade, yeah. and it has it was several layers, so it's real tall. And we we always in, in order to and transport she leave it, it in the refrigerator. Yeah, day yes. Where she serves it. Yeah, yeah. and it, that that lets it soak up all those juices. Right, and then when mm. she gets it to because quite often they spend the night. Get you get uh, you have to leave it out in the garage, and or yep. or just leave it in the car, that type of thing. And it's uh, oh, it's yeah, so good though. Mm. You've never had a really good. Homemade coconut cake. I wish I could share it with everybody. We share our peanut brittle, uh, <laughs> Melissa's peanut brittle, with just about everybody, it seems like, but can't do it with a cake. Yeah, the last time I saw you at the farmer's market, you were going for raw peanuts. Did you find them? Yeah. Yeah, we, we found them. There's no problem with Good. that uh, at the farmer's market. So, you know, they don't put them in the burlap bags anymore. I guess burlap is in short supply, yep. too. There are cloth bags, which doesn't mean anything, but, you know, you grow up seeing the, the burlap bags from down east, and yeah. you expect them. But yeah. uh, the peanut brittle tastes just as good. She hadn't started making it yet, but uh, that's soon. People people ask me year-round, well, your wife going to make it again? <laughs> I have to confess about Thanksgiving dinner, the, all the, yeah, I don't know why I can't hear you for I'm some sorry, reason. I missed, the culinary I missed what Rufus said, yeah. Yeah, some reason your mic is not working. I've I've never seen go. as many things that on a buffet in my life as they do at Pinehurst, and I feel sort of guilty because you know this is got about thirty we, seconds. We have a time when there's still so many hungry people in the world, and we waste so much food. Right. Uh, but still, I had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Yeah, at the Carolina Hotel. Yep. If you've never done that one, and you don't have your family around. Go down there and and absolutely live it up. Founder yourself. I love Pinehurst. <laughs> All right, more of the weekend gardener coming up on WPTF. <laughs> 